Hello, Naglets. Hope you are well. And I hope you enjoyed the last podcast with Brogan, uh, all about female health from menopause, supreme postnatal, to also women being more injury prone as well at certain times of the month and what to do about it. If you haven't listened to that, head over to Spotify, Apple, uh, whatever other podcast, um, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, you know, if you head over to any of them, we, I should be on there as a nag personal trainer and look at the, uh, the previous episode with Brogan, all about female fitness. So today, it is a bit late the podcast, I've had a very, very busy week because I'm going away uh, next, well, technically next Thursday. I'm, I'm away from next Wednesday, out of stone, but yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'm staying in the hotel the night before because I do not fancy driving down at three, four o'clock in the morning to Gatwick on the day I fly. I want to live an opulent life and enjoy the hotel, enjoy a nice hotel the night before instead. Um, so yeah, so it's a little bit late because I've been packing. Uh, make sure I've got some awesome content for you guys um, being launched while I'm away to keep you guys informed and help you with your goals. That's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, and also I've been prepping to have a puppy. So it's finally happening. So as well as getting a crazy short haircut, Doing my first jiu-jitsu fight, I'm also getting a puppy this year. I know I'm insane this year. It comes in threes, as they say. So I'm really, really excited about that. I'm also shit scared too, because uh, I'm like, I've got to keep this puppy alive and make sure it has a great life, because that's why I want a dog. Um, and I love the idea of having a little buddy to train. Um, when I've, I looked after people's dogs, I actually love doing the training side, uh, even though it's even if it's very um, repetitive. I actually like that. And even if I get a setback, which I've had when I've looked after pe- uh, people's dogs, not as any being naughty, it's just things happen. You have to re-establish how they're supposed to do things and make sure they're safe. I, I love that. And I looked after my friend's dog for two weeks last year and I absolutely loved it. Honestly, it was the best thing ever. Uh, enjoyed every bit of it. Even I didn't even mind picking up shit and baffing him after rolling in fox shit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you're wondering what dog I'm having, it's a working cock spaniel. People are going to go, oh, the nuts, they're going to destroy your home. Oh my God, I can't believe you're getting one of them. Now, if I turn around and said, oh, actually, I'm going to have a baby. No one would bat an eyelid, but I'm getting a dog. Everyone's losing their shit. It's, yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting a dog because I want to. My missus does. We've talked about it for a long time. I mean, we're talking 10 years. We've been planning this. We were actually thinking never having a dog toll. We were retired, but I don't think I'm ever going to retire. <laughs> Not because um, cause of how things are, obviously, with the world, but um, I think I just want to work till I can't. So cause my brain goes 100 mile per hour. I like being busy. I like helping people. I like working with people. And yeah, so I was like, we need to do it now because we'll never do it. So we're in a position where we can do it. We're in a position where we can be home enough for the dog. The dog can be with me. Um, I'm aware of the breed I'm having. I've done the research. I've seen a friend bring up her working cock spaniel, the training she's done, and I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm game for this. I'm I'm ready for this. So yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. And he'll be called Obi because I am a Star Wars geek. So as an Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> so anyway, moving on with me saying I'm being on, going on holiday, I thought I'd share with you guys. Um what my tips are for at least maintaining your results or not going completely like jumping off the track into oblivion after all that hard work you've done before your holiday. I mean, if anything, like I always say to my clients is you should be holiday ready all the time. You've already got a body. 
there you go, you're ready for the beach. Um, but it's more of a case of don't just train for a holiday. You know, you can push it for a holiday. I, I love clients doing mini goals because it gives them that little bit of spurt. It makes it a bit more exciting, the process. Um, it changes the mindset for a little bit as well. And it's something rewarding and nice to work towards as well. And yeah, so that's, and I'll personally do it as well sometimes. Uh, you know, I'll sometimes, you know, I think, yeah, I'm going to lose a bit of body fat for a gone holiday. Um, if I feel like I'm already, you know, lean enough, I won't. Uh, but because I had to keep my weight for my jiu-jitsu fight, I actually got a little bit leaner with it, probably because I was more active. So as a byproduct, I'm quite happy in my physique at the moment. So, But I want to maintain it as much as I can when I'm away, but without the pressure of sacrifice and everything, which I'm sure we all would love to do. Go on holiday, have a good time, but not fuck everything up that you've worked hard towards prior to holiday. So I've caught with this method because I was trying to think how do I set my clients' holiday goals but put it in a way that you'll remember it quite fondly and a way for you to write it down. It's a bit cheesy, but I call it my Fab Five. So the Fab Five method. The reason I say Fab is because I think of the ice lolly Fab. It's a really nice ice lolly. It's not my favourite, but it's a nice ice lolly. You know, you pick it now and again, but yeah, I remember this is a good lolly. It's got everything. Uh, But I say Fab Five because it's normally five things I will encourage my clients to do on holiday, but it's based on their preferences and including myself, I base my fab five on my preferences. So you base it on, it's going to help support your goals. It's going to help you enjoy your holiday. It's also going to help you come back from holiday, not feeling like shit. Because how many people have come back from a holiday and I've heard them say, I ate way too much and I felt like shit and I had diarrhea and whatever, or they drank way too much to put they were hanging most of the holiday and they've come back feeling like absolute shit. Now, I get if you're doing like me, a long haul, you're going to come back feeling a bit shit anyway because of the travelling. Um, so I don't really want to top that off with feeling more awful by just abusing my body while I'm away. I have nothing against people drinking on holiday. I have nothing against people drink, uh, eating more on holiday. But there is a point where you're like, you are taking the piss now. So using my Fab 5 method, this is going to help you moderate things. So still have enjoyment, but while also not falling completely off track. And it'll be easier to go back to your habits and goals when you come back from holiday. Because this is the issue. People carry on those habits when they come back from the holiday. And that's when it also becomes an issue. So they start drinking in the week. They're eating in excess. Because they've gained weight and feel like shit, they don't care. Like, fuck it, you know, holiday done now. I'm going to boots, so it doesn't matter. And then he gets to the next holiday, like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. And yeah, and so forth, becomes a vicious cycle. So here's my example of my Fab Five. You haven't got to do it the way I do it. There are many examples I'm going to give. Well, I'll give you a few so you're not overwhelmed. So my goals are, I'd like to maintain my strength. I want to maintain some form of fitness. Um, So what I'll include in my Fab Five is, it's like more like a, not a weekly goal, but just a holiday goal. And my goal is I want to at least do some form of strength training while on holiday at least three times within the 10 days I'm there, at least. I'll probably do more than that because I actually like working out on holiday. I've chosen that because, like I just said there, I enjoy doing it anyway. I know the gym where I'm going is really decent. So, in fact, last time I went to Mexico, I actually trained, I think, nearly every other day because I just liked it. I wasn't doing anything else. I'm not working. So, I'm not exhausted, (laughs) as exhausted as usual. Uh, not that I feel always exhausted, but I haven't got anything else to put my energy in. So, and it helps me relax as well. It actually makes me enjoy the relaxing part of the holiday because I do struggle sit doing nothing. 
Um, mentally, I kind of feel like I'm wasting the day doing nothing. That's how I am. Doing a workout can help me just relax. So I always set that as a goal. Train at least some form of strength training at least three times within the holiday. If I do more, I do more. But again, I set a minimum goal. If I hit that, then I'm happy. If I do more, it's a bonus. So you could do similar. If you know there's a good gym there or you're taking some stuff on holiday with you, like bands or a TRX, or you're going to do like a bodyweight session or a yoga session, just set yourself a minimum goal and pick, um, you know, something like a way to be active that you actually like doing. Some of my clients love doing fitness classes on holiday. Now, I'm I'm not going to lie. I've said this before last year. I never join in fitness classes. It's just not my thing. I like coaching them, but I don't join in them. The only one to join in is obviously martial arts classes. But I actually enjoy, say, aquafit on holiday. I think because you're in the water, it's fun. The instructors are normally off their tits and they're a great laugh. Um, so normally I will join in an aquafit class if there's one on. I don't know if I've caught one last year when I was in Mexico. I think I was quite happy with what I was doing though. So, but if I see there's one on, I will just, I've been quite inclined to join in actually, because it's just a bit of fun and even my missus will come and join in just for a laugh. Um, but yeah, it's just a way to, it's fun and it's a bit different. I wouldn't do it at home normally. So I thought, yeah, it's just changed up the routine a little bit. And if you're lounging around for about four or five hours of the day, maybe more, it's quite nice to get up and move for a bit and to some fun music and you feel like you're kind of just dancing away to the holiday so it's it's fun so that's just a bit of a tip for you uh you know go and join in a class that you don't mind um yoga on holiday is pretty nice because you're outside as well i am speaking from a point of view where you're going abroad by the way for this one uh, for holiday tips i'll have to do another one for staycations um another time because I, I do it a little bit different on staycations uh but abroad yeah i'll probably join in actually some fitness classes just to change it up uh i mean last year I stuck to the gym mostly because I actually really like the gym. I think it was just when the classes were on, I just wasn't too fussed then, perhaps, or it's just where we were positioned on the complex because it was massive. Uh, but yeah, pick a way to move that you like to move and just set a minimum amount of times you're going to do it. Just keep it as simple as that. So don't say every day. You'd have to say five days. I think saying to yourself, if you're on at least 10 days like I am, then two to three, maybe four times within that time frame is absolutely fine. Um, my next one I do for like I'm not again more like a holiday goal. I set a an amount of drinks I'm gonna have in total, roughly like a range. Um, it's not because I drink in excess. I don't, but you could do this yourself if you tend to drink quite ridiculously. <laughs> so you could set yourself like a holiday total goal. One of my clients does this with his alcohol. He has a, a weekly total. So you could say to yourself, someone like me who doesn't really drink. Uh, say I have equivalent of two margaritas a day, for example, or maybe a glass of something with the evening meal. Um, that's I can't do maths because I'm shit at this. Oh, I'm gone. So say nine drinks times by not nine drinks. Freaking hell, no, that'd be a lot, wouldn't it? Um, oh god, my brain's gone dead. <laughs> Let's just say it's just two drinks a day for the sake of ease, and you say for ten days. That's like it's a total of twenty drinks, isn't it? Yeah, twenty drinks a week. Well, per, over the holiday. It sounds a lot, actually, but people drink way more than that in total across the holiday, if you think about it. So that, that would be me having two margaritas a day, for example. It'd probably be more than that with obviously having maybe something in the evening. But I found towards the end of my Mexico holiday, I got less fussy about drink. I think there was one occasion I did have four margaritas on, I think it was the fourth day. Uh, and I felt a bit rotten for the afternoon, didn't like it. And then the next day, as much as I kind of did want the margarita, I actually didn't. So I was just having this, it was basically an alcohol-free 
strawberry daiquiri, but we called it a strawberry slush. The, the waiters knew what we meant. They always chuckled me and Steph wanting our strawberry slush. And she did the same. She had too many mojitos one day. It just put her off. Because um, at the end of the day, I want to feel, I want to feel quite fresh on holiday, uh, relax, not feel like shit, not feel ill. So again, like I say, my body can't handle much alcohol these days. So yeah, so I, you could set yourself a holiday alcohol total. So there's one night where you do decide to have five, six plus drinks. It means the next two days you might not have any um, or you might have one, depending what your gauge is. You haven't got to gauge off what I have. This is just me personally. But if you can half what you normally have or take a bit down, already that's better than what you would have done the previous holiday. And you're going to set better habits in place and have a better mindset when you come back, going to back to normal. So that's something I set as well. Uh, another one, so they're like, I'd call them a weekly goal if I was at home, but it's like a holiday, tote, like over holiday goal. I can't think where you put that. So yeah, if you say you went for a week, it'd be like a weekly goal one, but say it's, it's your it's your holiday goal. Like within that time frame you're on holiday, these are they're the sort of goals you're gonna aim for. Now, I love clients setting daily non-negotiables on holiday. So holiday non-negotiables. So I include us into the Fab Five. So two basically like kind of like totaled up goals for the holiday and then three daily goals. That's where you get the Fab Five from. So daily non-negotiables, I'll do things like move daily doesn't matter what it is i mean for us because the complex we're staying on is massive so without trying we actually do ten thousand steps without trying because it's just that big and you just walk everywhere so it's really easy anyway that's not really an issue but i did enjoy getting out for a morning walk now and again or if my missus wanted to line a bit longer i'd go out for a walk first and then by the time i come back she's up and getting ready and we go down for breakfast because holiday breakfast is just amazing it's elite uh, so that's one goal set, so move daily, but that could be included in doing a fitness class, it could be doing a swim, um, you know, just some form of movement, so you're not like sitting for prolonged periods of time, and a great one is you get a bit hot, so you might do say 15 minutes just swimming up and down the pool, then you chill for another hour or so, and you go back in, do the same, you could just do it like that, or it might be you go for a walk in the evening uh, when it's sunrise, and then a walk in the walking in walk in the morning wait sunrise and then walk in the evening wait sunset because it's, it's beautiful uh mexico me and steph we happen to always hit that when we were out and about walking so it's really nice she'd miss the sunrise but i would see it but we both see the sunset and it was, it was glorious it's so it's awesome being away when you see that it's lovely um another daily non-negotiable is if you can which i think personally abroad all inclusive there's always protein options so i always have some portion of protein per meal when i'm away it's only difficult, I'd say, if you're vegetarian or vegan because they're not great choices abroad, are they? So one tip I saw recently is that someone I saw, they took protein powder with them. I'd probably pack it in your case. It doesn't look dodgy. Uh, but they did that because they're vegetarian. They said the choices aren't brilliant. So because of the vegetarian dishes were very nice, but with zero protein practically in them. So they did have a protein ship before they went down for their evening meal, for example, just to make sure they're getting that protein. The mornings and stuff weren't too bad because there's yogurts. Uh, if you're vegetarian, you're still going to have eggs. Um, again, being vegan can be difficult. So again, you might have two protein shakes a day just so you're keeping up your protein top tucks. Again, you've trained hard before the holiday. You've probably done some form of weight bearing exercise. You want to maintain that toned loop. You've got to maintain muscle. And if you don't use it or have enough protein, you're going to lose it. So if you want to keep it, keep up your protein intake so i would say a portion of protein um in every meal when you're away if you can most of the time it's a but if it's a one-off meal 
where you really want to have it and it's vegetarian, then have it one-off, you know, over the holiday. It might be once or twice that you have it. Um, and again, and all-inclusive as well. You know foods are going to rotate. You're going to see it there again. You haven't got to eat it like it's going out of fashion, you know. And this is something I learned when going all-inclusive many years ago. My favourite holiday with my family when we went saloon. It's the first time I've ever stayed at a proper all-inclusive four-star hotel. My grandparents took all, all the family. It's one of the best holidays ever. And yeah, I remember the first night being all-inclusive, me and my sister having some weird combinations on our plates. You know, we were both like, I think I was 13, 14. My sister might have been 12, 13. And we, we can eat. And oh my God, some of the stupid combinations we were having. After a few nights, we calmed it down a bit and we're picking like building a meal, should we say. Because don't forget for all-inclusive, the food's going to be there. It's not going to go out of fashion, you're not going to lose it. I know everyone gets excited and want to have everything. But build your meal around the protein, it really helps. So I tend to, I'll build it around, this is going to be protein sauce. Right, let's build around this meal and create a meal with it. Um, but this is what I love about going to uh, a la carte uh, restaurants when I'm uh, in, in all-inclusive, which a lot of them have included now, is you've got the, the food set when it comes out. So at least you're not going to go up and keep gorging having more, actually. So in a way, it kind of helps doing it that way. And you don't always have to have a starter. You can just go main dessert or starter main if you want to. Uh, we found that when we went in, you could even just go have a main and then leave if you wanted. There was no set rule. You had to have so many courses. So depending on how you were on the night, like if it's been very hot that day, your appetite's a bit off anyway. Uh, sometimes me and the missus just shared a dessert. I know I shared. Unreal, I know. Never heard of. So it's not going to go out to fashion food. But build it around protein. That'll really help. And again, it's going to help you sustain the goals. And pick protein sources you enjoy, of course. So for me, breakfast is brilliant because when I go, say, whenever I've gone like Mexico or Europe or anywhere like that, I always like the eggs when I go away. Uh, sometimes I will opt for the bacon. And the day I'm not going to have six, seven rounds of bacon. It's probably like two rations of bacon like I would at home. Uh, and probably like a couple of eggs. Or I'll have scrambled egg on toast with lots of veggies. And also me and Mrs. Love showing a plate of fruit because fruit just tastes elite on holiday. I don't know what it is about fruit when you go abroad, but it's incredible, isn't it? I think because it's so hydrated as well, it's probably why it tastes even better. So speaking of, another non-negotiable is, is go for your five-portion fruit and veg a day. Because when you're all-inclusive and you're abroad, it's so easy to do that. Uh, well, depending where you stay, I guess. But most places I've stayed, there's always been lots of fruit and lots of vegetables available. So again, build that round your plate. Pick things you actually like as well. You know, don't pick for the sake of health with an F. Um, pick your favourite fruits, pick your favourite veggies and have them. And then like your portion of carbohydrates. So it's enjoyable. Uh, so that's another non-negotiable I have. And then lastly, the other non-negotiable I tend to pick is also a classic one when I'm abroad and it's hot is your hydration goals. So obviously you don't want the majority of your hydration be alcohol and caffeine. Um, it hasn't got to be just water, milk, squash. If you have pure orange juice with your breakfast, that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, basically anything that's decaffeinated and not alcoholic, um, you know, you could have a set uh, amount of hydration based on that. So I aim for two litres when I'm on holiday because you need to constantly drink. We've always got like bottles of water by our beds usually um, with us or we go up and get a fresh bottle in between. And yeah, I'll still have like margarita. Like I said, I'll have like two a day max. And then normally throughout the holiday, I tend to phase out because I've just go off it for some reason that's how I am it's like it's like it's great the first four, three or four days and then I just I'm just a bit mere, a bit bored about it by the end so I don't tend to have it um 
but yeah and also even if you have those like slushy ones like we have this, this strawberry slush which is basically a, a non-alcoholic daiquiri basically it was just basically blitzed up fresh strawberries and ice which was fantastic it was our favorite drink to have while we were away uh, but yeah set yourself just a, a general hydration goal so for me i aim for two liters um you know which could be like say three bottles of water could be a strawberry slush which is in the smaller cups uh, and i might have like a, a pineapple juice in the mornings again uh Juices on holiday taste again amazing. <laughs> I know they've got calories in and it's a little bit high, but again, just one cup I, I quite enjoy that when I'm away. It's something I wouldn't have at home, so it's enjoyable to have. So that they're my basically fab five. So I have like three daily goals which I'll do, and then two goals which I'll do across the holiday if that makes sense. Or they would normally be like a weekly goal. Uh, like say for yourself, you'd have your three daily non-negotiables and two weekly goals. A weekly goal is normally something you wouldn't do every day. It's something you might do across the week like say you might do a week total step goal you might do a set a number of times you're going to work out have a meal plan for the week but on holiday you don't do a meal plan for the week unless you've gone self-catering or uh, a staycation you might do just because it's budget friendly so you decide when you're going to eat out and what you're going to get in Um, but when you're abroad i think leave the meal planning out but have set goals for how you'd build your meals on your plates um how much alcohol you're probably going to drink so you're just staying within a range that that's basically what you're aiming for on holiday you're setting yourself to cruise control you're still working even towards your goals on holiday even if you just maintain on holiday and only put a little bit of weight on if it's not much weight after your holiday chances are it's not body fat as well because it would take a lot of calories to actually put body fat on i think it was over christmas um there was a study actually about it and i think i spoke about it so Ideally, to put a pound of fat on, you'd have to consume 3,500 calories. But that isn't through just one day. You have to do that consistently over a period of time to actually gain body fat. So you did a one-off day, and then for like the next three or four weeks, you didn't do that. You're not going to gain that pound of body fat. Um, But I think it's equivalent within a 10-day period. I might be wrong. I'm sure it was over 30,000 calories you'd have to consume, which I know people can do on holiday. I know people have done that and yeah, they probably have gained body fat, which if you have, as long as you go back to building back those habits when you get back what you were doing before the holiday, then you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It will come off eventually. Don't rush it because it'll probably come off as quick as you put it on, to be fair. Whereas when you've put weight on over years and years, it's going to take years and years, isn't it, to come off? So do not fret about that. Also with weight gain after holiday... I'm always heavier from holiday uh, for the first few days when I come back and they peters, it kind of deters off. I go back to where I was and that's because I've flown on a plane. So I've probably got a lot of fluid retention. I always do when I travel. I can tell because my shoes, my, my feet look swollen and I never swell up my feet, but only when I go to very hot countries and when I fly. So I know full well, it's a lot of fluid retention. I retain so much fluid. I do when I'm due on as well. Um, and I can put on about two to four kilograms simply through fluids it's not body fat and this is what you got to remember with scale weights it doesn't take your composition in it also doesn't tell you with it also doesn't tell you if you're sexy or not okay uh, it's it's just a measurement of what your whole body weighs according to you and gravity that's simply it so take it with a pinch of salt when you come back off holiday you are going to be probably a bit heavier for the first 10 days so normally i would say to a lot of my clients because psychologically they get pissed off about it and they're not doing i've had clients basically self-sabotage themselves post-holiday because of it so i'm like look don't weigh yourselves the first two weeks when you come back of holiday please 
because I'm not having you going back to that negative mindset and start doing things that aren't going to positively impact you for your goals. So I tend to encourage them to not do that. Just if anything, I want you get your goal is to get back to your training, get back to your meal planning, back to your normal eating, back to getting your steps in. That's simply it. It's all I want you to work on the next two weeks. And then if we want to do weight, we will continue that from then. That's generally what I tend to do because weight's going to fluctuate like hell after holiday. It's normal. It's absolutely normal to see that. Some people do come back and lose weight. Some people do because it might be they sit all day in a desk job. They go on holiday and actually they're more active. Again, like I said, some complexes are massive. So you na- you end up doing a lot of steps without even trying. It's just part of you getting to and from your room or to the restaurant or going to the toilet because it's always bloody far away, swimming in the pool, uh, joining and mucking about with the kids if you've got kids when you're t- going on holiday. So just bear that in mind as well when you come back from your holiday. So I hope you found this helpful, my Fab Five method. So remember, pick three things to do daily, but base it on your preferences. It hasn't got to be protein, for example. You've got like a daily step goal if you want. You could do a daily walk goal, you know, daily walk or step goal. Um, you could do a relaxation since it's part of holiday. Put that in there. It could be read a chapter of your book every day. Believe it or not, that's all part of health and fitness as well. Because you want to go on holiday and unwind. You want to come back and feel recharged and feel awesome if you're ready to take on the world when you come back. You do want to come back from your holiday feeling like you need another fucking holiday. Basically, you're using this Fab Five method to actually feel fucking incredible on holiday and come back feeling awesome and just continuing on as normal. So use your... Because that's why we go on holiday, isn't it? We want to rest. We want to be able to do fun things and enjoy time from work, enjoy time with loved ones or on your own, reflecting on your own. You know, you don't want to come back feeling like shit. So use the Fab Five to come back feeling fucking fabulous. That's what it's there for. So pick three daily goals and two goals that you can do across that time based on your preferences, based on things that you're going to enjoy, based on things that are going to support your goals and your morals as well. So I hope you found this helpful today. As always, please share this with one other person. Uh, There'll be no podcast next week. Uh, all the week after, because that'll be puppy week, so probably the week after. So productivity is going to be a little bit lower than usual. I'll say that. I'll probably be all full on on it, because that's how I am. Um, you may hear a puppy bark in the background in future podcasts. And maybe the cat, who knows? Um, but anyway, look after yourselves, folks. Any questions about today, please, you can always shoot me a DM on at the Nag Personal Trainer on my Instagram. Or an email to natalie@thenagpersonaltrainer.co.uk. Please share with one other person who you think this may help. And have an awesome day.